0: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Our Journey of Love. I'm your co-host, Darius. This is my lovely wife, Z.
1: Thank you.
0: Right? It's it's better. Whatever. (laughs) And uh, like I said, welcome. uh, Thank you for joining us on this uh, episode. And uh, this time, we're going to actually start a series. uh, Well, that's the plan, to start a series for... Uh, the month of January, and it's going to be titled "Breaking Chains in Relationships." Um, and what we mean by breaking chains is uh, disconnecting from the uh, negative things that have impacted us, or that we've negative behaviors that we've learned over the course of previous relationships, and um, how we want to evolve and become better and not have ourselves in that same cycle and that's that's in multiple different relationships and we're going to start this one off with parenting yes right but for the first thing as always we start off with our talking point couple cards ladies first
1: is what's one time lately that i've made you feel great about yourself and how can i do that more often
0: Uh, so one time that recently is, um, motivating me to not give up, um, even though like, like after, um, you know, I was going through, um, studying and uh, for my license, unfortunately I didn't pass. Um, so just motivating me to, uh, not give up, continue to persevere and, um, this is giving me, um, you know, different different things that I could potentially do better the next time. Um, and the way that giving me that constructive criticism, but doing it in a way that I was more receptive to it than times in the past. So, um, so I would say, you know, doing more of that uh, in the future, just you know, being mindful of how to deliver the message that you want to deliver. For um, sure. So.
1: Thank you. Um, so, you want me to say one for you?
0: I, yeah. I do do it on this show. <laughs> 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 to I don't do nothing.
1: No, you do. I would say, with what has transpired lately, um, it has been a setback for for me um like within my mental health and you being there for me um comforting me uh, giving me my space and then um trying like i don't say trying but you know Making me laugh and again, just uh, being very supportive of my time of need right now, so thank you for that, and I think um, in the future i I hope not to be in this <laughs> in this place for a long time. Right. Um, there's nothing good about it, so it's not something that I would say I would need you to do more often. But um, I don't, I don't know what is different. Well, I say I don't know what is different, but I'm trying to figure out like what words to put. Because I would say like you, it's kind of like you. It's like your intuition. Like you just know what to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I would want that like even when yes, even like me not going through something and then and just be that um, and I'll take like an example of let's say like in the mornings, right, like I'm not a morning person at all, so and, uh, <clears throat> in the mornings, you want to be cheerful, especially if you've already been awake for a while before i've I've gotten up. Yeah and so you have more energy you're coming in there already with like so annoying wants to do baby talk to me (laughs) and i'm like stop leave me alone and i feel like i just need two hours to myself when i first wake up to like i need one hour for me to just be able to um again wake up my me time. So if I'm on my phone, then let me just enjoy that in peace, and then again, just slowly start waking up and moving, and then we can move on to that. But yeah,
0: we'll talk about that in another <laughs> episode for sure.
1: But yeah. again, thank you for for being um, here for me in this time of need. I very much appreciate it.
0: But most definitely and uh, like I and just to piggyback off of that just knowing like I said before we we are going to be real and authentic um, on our pod podcast um, however also uh, being respectful of your mental space so at some point whenever you're ready to actually talk about it then I'm pretty sure we'll have a you know a yeah. episode where we'll talk about um, the situation because it could it's situations everybody could go through um you know dealing with uh what what you're dealing with and yeah. what we're dealing with at this time but um just wanted to give that for our viewers just to let them know that you know we're not holding anything back it's just you know we definitely want to be be mindful um of you know the mental space and mental health so um just
1: thank you just, uh, and just doing these itself is like therapeutic I don't really get up and do much right now so it's having something to look forward to and you are essentially like my safety blanket it's I really need you like at arm distance It's for (laughs) me to be comfortable and feel safe and secure where I'm at so to be able to do this with you versus like even whenever you're working and you work from home but we're in two completely different rooms you yeah. know um, so yeah this definitely does help and uh, again it gives me something to get my mind off of things and just looking forward um, to each and every episode that we have coming up next
0: Indeed. and hopefully you guys are looking forward to each and every episode as well <laughs>
1: Yes, don't forget to like, like. and subscribe and, and share. share and comment. And comment.
0: Yes, the would be cool. uh, <laughs> uh, My question, what was something you believed as a child that makes you laugh now?
1: That I believed as a child? Yes,
0: that makes you laugh now.
1: I don't know. What did I believe? Everything. I believed... <laughs> I am. I believed in Santa Claus for a little bit. Oh my gosh! I'm pretty sure I did. But
0: well, that make you? Because
1: loud. I would, I would like question. We don't have a fireplace, so how is Santa Claus coming to our house?
0: <laughs> well, you saw her when we watched
1: the movie Santa Claus. Movie. Yeah, makes the chimney out of anything. So. Exactly. So, um, I, I was like really little. When my thought process was, like, I actually believe that.
0: Yes. Mine was... (laughs) My my dad, he has a tattoo of a cobra on his forearm. And he told me when I was little, when he first got it, he was like... (laughs) When he does his arm like this, like flexing his forearm... The cobra moves up his uh, moves up his arm. Are you so, serious? So he would do it, you know? and I believed it, so I was just like, "Oh, that's so cool." <laughs> that so makes me laugh now because, because like, as I, I think I was a little older, uh, probably like the next year or two after he told me, I was like, "Daddy, do the thing." Where he was like, "Well, I just told you that." No. Like,
1: <laughs> so mean. It's <laughs> like
0: this. Listen, nigga. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was, that's one thing that happened lots of the time. That's, uh, that makes me mad.
1: That's oh, um, yeah, I don't think that I have anything. I, I want to say there probably is one, but I feel like that.
0: You don't want to make nobody mad.
1: I don't want to make anybody mad. It, if it's not going to be, I feel like it wouldn't make any mad. Um, it doesn't make me laugh. But I really did believe it, and I think it's it's more so maybe like uh, what do you call it? Like you know, what, I don't want to say like old times, but someone who grew up with like very strict rules. And beliefs
0: okay
1: should i just say it okay i'm sorry so okay so i was that you have to be a virgin in order to get married
0: <laughs> moving on <laughs> gonna jump right into
1: you can my... edit this out if you want to that's
0: <laughs> jumping right into our topic here uh <laughs> Don't know where that was going. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, like I said, getting into uh, breaking chains and parenting. uh, What is something you broke away from uh, when it comes to uh, parenting? So, what is something your mom did that you was like, as being a parent now, you're like, no, I'm not going to I want to break away from that because I didn't like how that affected me. Right. So I want to...
1: um, verbal abuse. Okay. So there was a lot of belittling and um, just names again, verbal abuse. I won't go into exactly the words that were used, but it, it it stayed with me that as I grew older, and most definitely um, being a bonus mother now, working with um, the behavior care kids that I once worked with, mm-hmm. I came to realize or recognize that the words that we spill over our kids, it really does make an impact. Yeah. So, And sometimes it's that you don't say it right so i want to make sure that i'm not being um belittling her i want to make sure that if she's not understanding then there's no reason to be like oh you're just so effing stupid or you know that's dumb or anything like that um i want to work harder in making sure she understands it or what part of it she doesn't understand something
0: yeah
1: um and so then that also goes into uplifting because i didn't have that so it's breaking i was like how would you say like you're breaking a chain of doing something that wasn't done to you mm. or said to you right so giving her those positive affirmations um so she starts believing that with her and herself and our biggest thing was like we would tell her you're so smart and sometimes she'd be like i know but then when it would come to like doing things so especially when we're looking at um academics math is one thing that she used to struggle with a lot Yeah. And so she just would not want to do it, even if even if her and her cousins would be playing, and they're like, "Oh, let's play school," and they yeah, just want to talk about it. randomly picked a topic. I don't like, I don't like that subject. Oh, that's not, and now she just loves it because she understands it. Yeah. Um. So, and I would tell her that it'd be like, we can tell you you're smart, but you need to start believing that. And when you okay. start getting confident with yourself, you're going to start noticing that too. And she has, and I just feel like that just boosted her ego. Like she just has skyrocketed in school with academics, but then also within herself. And now the fact that in school, she's um, helped teachers to help out other students yeah. with their schoolwork and then even at times when her cousins come here and if they're struggling with something whether it's reading or math she's like let me help you out or you know let me teach you how i learned or try this out you know right. yeah. i love that for her
0: oh most definitely uh most definitely that is a uh, that's a that's a great point because that goes into kind of uh, what i read the other day in regards to um like trauma Um, trauma bonds that can be developed um, at an early age. And one of them... um,
1: Interesting, I know you read.
0: (laughs) I read. (laughs) One of the um, uh, things that I came across, it was the title I wrote it down just so I wouldn't forget. um, I was
1: wondering what that was.
0: Intermittent Reinforcement. So essentially what that is, is, you know, how essentially you... Show them something or tell them something good, but then you backdoor it, and you're abusive, hmm. or uh, belittling, like you said, um, just mean or whatever. So there's no consistency, like I said, it's intermittent. So they don't have a have a good way of knowing or telling I don't know which what parent I'm going to get at this moment and Psychologically that can hurt them as they as they grow older. So um, Mm -hmm. definitely making sure to be more consistent in um, Giving those positive affirmations and also not being Verbally abusive. So Mm -hmm. instead of saying oh, you're fucking stupid say well I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense. Can you explain to me what your thought process was when you did it? Right. That's a better way of trying to get that understanding in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And there was, um, and even without it being in academics, it's something else they could be doing something in the house, whether it's chores or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I remember, um, going to the store i don't i can't recall if you were with me but i know i was going to the store and we had actually walked out of the store so we're going towards the car and there was a family walking on the sidewalk and the child was on the outside of the family walking um so the street yeah so a car was coming, and then the mom grabs the little boy. He had to have been maybe about eight or nine. And she's just like, move, you fucking dumbass. And it's just like, oh, oh it hurt me so bad. Because I'm like, you're the parent. So wouldn't you have already consciously made that that decision when you walk out and y'all are starting to walk and if you're walking side by side, put automatically the put them on the inside yeah. versus thinking they they realize why. Like, that's something that we talk to KJ about mm-hmm. even. Yeah. And we're like, KJ, understand, like, baby, if a car is coming and there's a car accident or they're not watching where they're going and then you're not watching you're gonna get hit but if you're on the inside we rather it be one of us versus you
0: yeah and that's why hey, just that little point that's why i make sure that when we're walking i'm on the outside side yeah and y'all are on the inside um but um yeah so um anything else as far as
1: What I'm breaking away from? Yeah, what you're breaking away from? Um, definitely no whoopings.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That's a that's a. That was a
1: big one on our list. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a big one on our list. Is not well, not breaking away from it totally and completely. So if it's it's more so of the the punishment has to match what she did.
1: For sure.
0: So if it's extreme, or if it's something that I've had, we've had to tell her too, 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 too many times. All right. Now I do have to revert back to. All right, you're not gonna get it unless you get and get this consequence. Yes. And nine times out of ten, I don't even have to get to that get to that point because as soon as she sees the belt, it's Yes, you know what I'm saying so. Uh, but definitely moving away from that um, to where it's not like every single thing that she does that's not uh, that she does incorrectly, it's not a a whooping that she gets. And I know part of that for me is why I broke away from this because one, you were uncomfortable with it when um, when we got together, and also. Um, that helped me start thinking more um, to where I was like, do I really want to, even though I'm her dad, but psychologically like, well, think that it's okay for a man to put his hands on her. Right. And.
1: Which is crazy because I never viewed it that way. I know for because of my upbringing, mm-hmm. they weren't just whoopings, they were actual beatings and that's why uh which is a question i meant to ask you as well is i had i had already known which is crazy right (laughs) sorry our child just walked in you've been awake this whole time
0: no she just woke
1: up Uh, oh i said i went in there and you were asleep Her popping out like in Jemima or something, a big old bonnet, and then just stand there looking at us.
0: <laughs> what y'all doing in here?
1: <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> the way she talks to Alexa, it
0: always makes me I don't laugh. I know where we at.
1: I know. So. I was going to say, um, because of like I was saying, because of my upbringing, right? That's yeah. why I had I, I was already against it. Um, so I knew that that's not something that I I wanted to do. Um, so two things that I want to touch touch base on, um, was I had always stood firm on like. When I have kids, they will not get whoopings. I just don't feel like that is a um what do you say? Like an like not an active, but like a something that's going to actually correct the behavior.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so that's why I was like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I would find a different consequence for them Mm -hmm. um and honestly mine was i'm gonna have an empty room fill it up with books and they would have to go in there and read prison that is not prison
0: that is is prison
1: how is that prison you're
0: gonna lock them in a room full of books
1: they wouldn't be locked in there the door would be closed
0: you're gonna put them in a room
1: but it would be and see and then it wouldn't work with our child because she loves to read yeah. she would literally be like in book heaven True. but
0: i mean i'm i'm being facetious i'm i'm playing it's not prison work.
1: but that made me want to ask you like when you were a child at any point before you even knew that y'all were expecting did you ever think about like how am I going to um discipline my child or what am I I know for sure this is one thing I'm not going to do
0: nope I had no (laughs) I had no thoughts about how I'm gonna I'm gonna discipline um discipline my child I didn't even I mean I didn't even think that far ahead honestly
1: see and that's crazy because I didn't know I didn't know exactly like how many kids I wanted, did I want kids or anything like that, but I knew at an early age, I at a very early age growing up, I would not do this to my child because it was hurtful to me. So I knew that if I had kids, I would not do those things. And that's why I say like these are reasons why Um, I say I'm like I am committed to it the one thing that I feel like I did go back on was giving whoopings because (laughs) you just don't know until you have your own kids right and then also um, and I feel as a bonus parent it is more difficult um, especially more so whenever you did not have primary custody you know it was how do you discipline a child when you really don't even get to see them that often? Um, you don't want them to be like their memory of, oh well, whenever I go to my daddy's house, I'm consistently getting corrected or I'm all in her eyes it was I'm always getting in trouble.
0: Yeah. And yeah, that was that was part of that and that and that's another thing that played a part in, you know, Scaling back and actually looking and, um, and um, changing my thought process on it because it's like I'm already getting um, significantly less time um, with her. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, not every every time you come, you see me, you do something, you get in the whooping for it. I don't, and that's a thought that I didn't want her to to have coming to see us is yeah. being in trouble consistently. Um, when I go see um my dad and Z, and like when you said earlier, you're surprised that I had that thought process of um a man putting their hands mm-hmm. um putting uh, their hands on her, and that ties into um uh, my other point that I'm breaking away from is arguing and disagreements um in front of her, gotcha um because of me growing up unfortunately in a in a household that domestic violence was pre, uh, was present that tied in that tied into it so that's why um and it's something that you know still, that we're both still working on is when we're in a disagreement to uh try to have that conversation as civil as possible without letting her know like because and I can tell that because I didn't do that when I was with her mom. As far as you know, having disagreements and arguments um, is because she once she hears our voice elevate, even if we're 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 now? joking, yes, yeah, and we're joking. She's, are you guys arguing?
1: Yes, and it's so frustrating to me. And it's like like we're not arguing. It's- yeah, we're not arguing.
0: Yeah, we're like just having a a. Excited discussion, and it truly is an excited discussion, it's not even an argument. It's just, nah, you playing. out. Know. I mean,
1: it, it it's crazy because it could be like we <clears throat> are literally just playing around, or it could be something like a disagreement of like, where are we gonna go eat? Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, can you guys stop fighting like, And we're like, that's. We're not fighting. fighting. we this is just yeah. a discussion. Like you can have, you can have disagreements, and it not be a fight. And so, like I said, that's uh, that's definitely a uh, a focus focus point that um, that's top for me because I don't want. And that's one of the main reasons why I separated from uh, my daughter's mom is because it started to. The relationship started to go that way to where it was um, just a lot of arguing and I didn't feel the need to, I didn't want my daughter to grow up in the environment that I grew up in. Yeah. So.
1: And that's crazy. It's, um, in my experience, when I've met people, someone who has... Someone who either uh typically it is someone who grew up in a um single parent household they will go through everything with the other with their partner whoever they had a child with right um just to make it work because in their mindset it's I didn't have my dad in the picture, you know. Right. So I want to make sure my child doesn't go through that, but at the end of the day, it's like at what cost?
0: Exactly, because, like I said, at at what cost is it to then have your child grow up and then she's having the same issues or experiencing the same things that you that you did? How are you going to handle it? Yes. It doesn't make sense why why have your child go through the the point is to not have your child go through the same um trials that trauma trauma that you went through absolutely that's the whole, that's the whole point of parenting in my opinion
1: no for sure i think that when you are when you are looking at what your parent did right mm-hmm. that Probably growing up or even now as an adult, you look back and you're like, I wish, you know, my mom didn't handle situations the way that she did. Right, of course. But I could have easily just been like, oh, I don't care. My mom talked to me this way, you know, or my mom handled things this way. So I'm going to do that with her or I'm going to handle my situations like this. But it wasn't in the best way. So it is my responsibility to... Change that, not to just blame her and then be like, well, you did this.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? That's where it comes in. And uh, that accountability comes in. There.
1: For sure. Because I think um even now, I know they're going to say really right right now. But I know I recall at times where like my mom would get upset at the way that my older sister would discipline her kids. Mm-hmm. Um and if she didn't agree with it, it'd be crazy where we're just like, you did worse or you did the same thing. Oh, well, I don't care. That's that's different and da like, it's and not different.
0: <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> it's not different. So it's just like you're you really you have to know at some point and this is my opinion is when you've gone through something as a child, then at some point you become an adult and it is your choice and your decision to sit there and say, I'm going to break away from this. Mm-hmm. It is not healthy for me. You, It's not a light switch, right? So you can't just instantly be like, I'm no longer going to think this way or move this way. But it's going to take time. So you'll eventually start seeing progress within yourself on the way that you handle situations. Um, More importantly, when you're handling things with, when it comes to your child.
0: Yeah. It's it's all about, first, accepting that you are exuding that behavior. Mm -hmm. I'm doing things in a way that, that was done to me but I didn't like those things that were being done to me. So <clears throat> why am I putting my child through this? So yeah, I need to change that because if I felt this way when it was done to me, I know pretty nine times out of ten my child is gonna feel the same the same way. So definitely breaking that breaking that pattern to not continue to do those things. And like I said, looking looking back on it being a parent now, uh well not now but <laughs> being a, um, becoming a, a parent becoming a parent you definitely l- take a step back and look at how your parents raised you and definitely get an appreciation and understanding even though like hey parenting doesn't come with a with a with a book there's no instructions on that even though people write out books on how to help you with parenting I mean you
1: I've gotten them <laughs> it helps a little bit
0: I mean <laughs> it, it definitely does help a bit but you you know what you you know and they're trying the best that they can and you understand like all right even though this wasn't the best decision I would want something I would have had I would handle it different now hopefully the decisions that were made were in the best interest for your child.
1: For sure. And
0: that brings me to what are, or what, what were some positives that your mom did that you're like, okay, I can, I, I, I like that. I wanna make sure that my child gets that part of me as well in parenting.
1: Her work ethic. She was a very independent. Has always been a very independent person, so um, definitely trying to show KJ about that. Mm. It's nothing is given to you, you earn it, you work for it, you will appreciate it a lot more as well whenever you are. You know that the work that you put into to receive something versus everything just being handed to you of course, so I think that is my biggest takeaway, and yeah that's again that that's just what something that I work hard to make sure that we're instilling in her as well
0: yeah yeah, and you have a you definitely have a a, a great work at there that. that's um so that's one thing I do admire about you um because I know you. when we because I know when we first started uh Think when we first started on your nose. That, when we first started dating um you would work so much overtime so much overtime and I was like <laughs> it's like dang I don't even want to stay here past my regular, I don't want to stay here for my regular shift. And you come in and do more and I was working two jobs and you was in, and you was Then like, I got
1: you on working overtime. Yeah, he like, was
0: just like, instead of doing that. jobs, just, yeah, work here. Yeah, just worked the overtime. And it's like, all right. So now I don't mind overtime when it's there. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But um, that work ethic part that you got um, from your mom is essentially kind of the same thing of what I got from my dad, as a positive. Um, He was really big on um, taking care of business before, before pleasure. So that's where it comes in, hey, you come home, you need to take care of your homework. If you have homework, do your chores, do your routines that you need to do. Before you have, before you say, can I play on my Switch? Can I do this? Can I do that? No. And all this, all the business needs to be handled first before you can enjoy it. Because it doesn't make sense for you to do all this and then, hey, did you do this? Oh, no, I didn't. Why? Makes no sense. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh that's one thing I got from my uh, from my dad. Um and from my mom. Uh what I got for her is, is
1: being a softie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. No. But, but I love and adore that. <laughs> but seriously, just her um the sac her, uh, the way that she sacrificed um anything and everything for my brother uh for me and my um uh, brother and my and my sisters. Um so that's you know, that's definitely a positive positive thing that I took from her is making sure that you do any and everything for your uh for your child. And even though that's supposed to be um a thing you do, right? Like an
1: automatic thing you do.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to provide for your child but the extra steps that the extra things that she would do um to make sure that we um we were taken care of even if that meant you know if she didn't have we had
1: one thing one of your uh childhood stories that I love is your mom reading bedtime stories to you guys. <laughs> it's like, such a white thing to do. Oh, <laughs> because then nobody, I didn't know one Mexican mom or dad that sat there and read books to their kids. I saw that on TV in a white house. In a white house? In a white
0: house. A in a white
1: household. <laughs> I with white holes, dude. <laughs> So, uh <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was like that was like the sweetest thing.
0: Yeah. You and know
1: funny. I'm yeah. just like she really
0: took that time
1: she took the time but i she like that just shows like how much she really wanted to provide you probably provide you and your sisters with um memories memories and having like good like those good memories Mm -hmm. um having that safe place and you know what i mean so yeah not just being a toxic household or
0: yeah.
1: drama or whatever the case is it you have this too so
0: yeah and that's and that was part of the and that's part of the sacrifice that i'm speaking of is even though everything that was going um everything that was going on in the house like i said it wasn't um the best at times right yeah but she still push through and pers- and uh, push push through herself to still make it a livable situation for us. Yeah. Even though, like I say, if if it probably wasn't the best thing to do for us to stay right. there. However
1: she made the best out of she it. She made
0: the best out of what she thought was the best decision. Yeah. Right. And it was funny, uh, like uh, I was going to say about the the books. Um, I had a book that uh, <laughs> it had a picture a picture of me in it, and um, anytime that you turn the page, I would be a different profession, so basketball, astronaut, uh, fireman, or whatever. And um, anytime you turn, you have my face on it. And my sister uh, Nisha, she got she gets so mad because she doesn't have one. I got, I got oh, two yeah. of those books. She didn't have one. And my mom was like, where's the lady stop making them by the time oh. you was born?" <laughs> I was like,
1: "You're such a dork." Uh, the other one I was gonna uh, speak on was um, to be vulnerable in in front of and KJ and showing that i know that um for me personally i didn't really see my mom do that no, no. To me. like it was it's like maybe i would hear her in her room
0: yeah
1: um being emotional but i i think like the memories that i recall on it it was more so when it was for a relationship not really our household like if we were going through something at least not again like not to my knowledge but um i know that we used to go through we used to go to couples therapy and that was one thing that the counselor had suggested for you is like maybe showing kj that side of you as well um to allow her to feel comfortable to open up and speak to you yeah yeah, about things.
0: Vulnerable. <laughs> Stop. thank you, Dr. Tammy. Thank you so much. You have to so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so that's some good things, Well, that's that's all I had in regards to, yeah, um, this specific topic, um, this time. So,
1: yes, um, my recommendation again would be. Continue speaking, positive talk to your child, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just because, um, I feel like just because you're not saying something, so just because you don't, you're not being verbally abusive or demeaning, belittling your child, um, doesn't mean that that, that that's enough. A child truly does need to hear that you love them, um, what specifically about them you love so much, or makes them special to you, and then also letting them know, like um, that they're smart. You know what I mean. What yeah. they're good at, and things like that. Um, interacting with them, finding something that you know they love, and making that time to um, to spend with them yes because that's it really does carry with you and you you get to remember that as I said, like even with me um in my household the way that my mom was she was a very strict parent but I cherish those memories where like I knew for one every Friday it was we always got to go out to eat Um, together as a family Mm. um but then you also had those times where she would be playing with us outside or maybe going to the park with us and it was like having for for that split moment it was like having an older sibling and they're playing with you versus that is my parent you know Uh, and so when they can see that as well um another thing would probably like letting them know accidents happen you know um no one is perfect and allowing them to correct it and know for for the future without making them feel small
0: yeah so. yeah no that's um uh, that's that's definitely um uh, some good points um uh, because i remember um a lot of things from my childhood growing up with my yeah. parents like i mean you seen the videos going to the park and playing with uh, my cousins and nieces just sitting there swinging on the swing uh vividly remember playing basketball with my dad or being in the car with him just driving around um so definitely investing um investing that time in in your kids um like as he said just finding out what they like and spending time with them doing the things that they like. That's going that to me, that will go a long way um, because they'll remember my, my mom and my dad were interested in me. Mm-hmm. That's what you're, that's what you're sowing into and always just, you know, pray over them and, um, you know, and just make sure that, you know, you keep God first and everything that um, that you do.
1: For sure. But till next time, guys. Till next
0: time.
1: Don't forget, again, like. Share. Subscribe. And comment. And we leave with this prayer.
0: Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. Thank you for allowing us to wake up and uh, see this day. Uh, continue to watch over of us, continue to um, help us um, in uh, making sure that we're being uh, positive in this parenting, helping our daughters grow, helping our um, everyone who's going to watch this, help, help them um, in their parenting as well. Touch them, their Heavenly Father. Uh, touch the kids, um, their innocent babies. Um, just continue to help us to grow, not just the little kids, the older kids as well, the teenagers, the adults even. Um, we ask that you uh, mend any um, parenting relationships. Uh, let them know that those are important as well. And um, in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love I
1: love you. you. Peace and love. Peace and love.